Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another JL podcast. My name is Jacob Lopez, and today we will be discussing what the death penalty is and why we use it in the criminal justice system. First things first, if you do not know what the death penalty is, the death penalty is used in multiple continents in 30 states in the U.S. A little background information on the death penalty is the death penalty is a sentence that in the criminal justice system, one person will receive as a punishment. And when they receive the punishment, it is not jail time behind bars or anything. It is what it sounds like it is, the death penalty. Meaning, if one person gets sentenced to the death penalty, that will resolve in them being executed for a crime they committed. The death penalty has been around since the 18th century, and the most common way of the death penalty back then was the guillotine. And a little bit of background information on the guillotine is an execution method where one gets their head chopped off by a big blade that comes flying down. Yes, as gruesome as that sounds, it was as bad. Because if you think about it, back then, it, the guillotine, when one was sentenced to the death penalty, the guillotine, they would publicly execute them. And when they would publicly execute them, the whole town would come together and watch your head be chopped off. And what the guillotine is, is the guillotine is an execution method where one gets their head chopped off by a big blade that comes flying down. The criminal justice system is a way of punishing criminals for committing crimes. The criminal justice system has different sentences for different crimes. Sentences are defined as formal legal consequence associated with the conviction. The criminal justice system has a death penalty as a top of the line punishment in order to show criminals that they cannot get away for crimes they committed such as treason or capital murder. For those of you who do not know what a tre- what treason is, treason is when you go and commit an act of crime against your own country, meaning trading information with a different country that you are either allies with or enemies with. For example, let's say I find information about the top secret military black ops base that China or any one of our enemies is looking for. And I give them that location in order for them to protect me from my government for giving them that information. That can can be considered treason. Now, for those of you who do not know what capital murder is, capital murder is either assassinating the president or committing a high enough degree of a murder to get capital murder. Excuse me. In the United States of America, there have been 170 cases. Two criminals have been exonerated from the death penalty. 7,800 defendants have been sentenced to death row. More than 1,500 have been executed. In today's world, The death penalty consists of one method, and that is called lethal injection. Now, for those of you who do not not know what lethal injection is, or y'all do know what it is, but not all the way, 
Lethal injection is a serum of three different liquids injected into the body to execute the person sentenced to death row. The first serum, excuse me if I say this wrong, pentobarbital is an anesthetic drug used to relax the body, meaning when the body is the body has the suspect has one IV tube running into their arm, just like you would at a regular doctor's office, right? You go in for an injury and they run an IV tube into your arm. And what the first serum does, the anesthetic drug, it chills you out in a way, but it also relaxes you because nobody is going to be relaxed when they know they're about to get executed in a few minutes. So pentobarbital is a more stronger anesthetic drug and is used to relax the body. The second serum is pancuronium bromide. Pancuronium bromide is a drug used to paralyze the body, so one does not feel any pain when they inject the final serum. <laughs> Meaning, when they inject the second fluid, they are injecting this into you so they can paralyze your whole body. And you may think, is that going against one's amendment? Meaning, uh, no cruel and unusual punishment. And to answer your question, that question, no, it actually is not. Because it, when they paralyze you, you do not feel your body getting paralyzed. You just, once it is in you and it kicks in within seconds, you are not able to move. Meaning, when they inject this final serum and your body slowly passes away, you do not feel anything. The third and final serum to execute the body is potassium chloride. And potassium chloride is a drug that is injected into the body to stop the heart and cause death. There have been a few cases to where things have gone wrong with lethal injection, meaning there has been one case to where a man was sentenced to death row and when he when it came to the final serum to act to actually put him to sleep and execute him, the second serum, the paralyzed anesthetic, did not work. It did not kick in all the way. And when the the potassium chloride was kicking in, he did feel it. And they ended up having to do it twice in order for him to be executed. And going on that, there have only been a few cases and those few cases to where things have gone wrong, they have fixed it and they have done their research and made it to where they know for sure that one will not feel it. Now, meaning that is saying, do you know for sure they will not feel that? You never know. Things could go wrong, but 99.9% .9 of the time, they will not feel it. Research has shown that the lethal injection is used most significant and non-harmful method of execution due to the fact being that the suspect does not feel any pain and passes away peacefully. I now want to talk about a man that was sentenced to death row, but later exonerated. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he was exonerated. 
Now, for those of you who do not know what exonerated means, it means a person is absolved from such crimes committed against himself after consideration of the case. <laughs> William, or known as Willie Manning, became the 153rd person to be exonerated from death row since 1973. In 1993, an elderly woman and her daughter were murdered in their apartment in Mississippi. Willie Manning was charged for the murder of the two women. Later in that case, the FBI admitted to two of their agents submitted two different types of flawed forensic testimony in the case. Willie Manning's case comes as a surprise for many people in Mississippi due to the Mississippi Supreme Court granted him a new trial because the prosecution's office did not submit evidence that proved Mr. Manning committed such a crime. And what that what I mean by that is in a court case, the prosecution side has to submit either real evidence or hard evidence proving that Mr. Manning was there. And witnesses show that Mr. Manning and his family were living or moving into that, not living, I'm sorry, were moving into the apartment the day that the two women were murdered. And the two women that were murdered in the apartment, it was actually not their apartment. The apartment was already abandoned, and the two women were in there, murdered already. So when Mr. Manning went in there to move his stuff in, he found two dead bodies. And one witness reported seeing that Mr. Manning was the one in there. In today's society, with the, with the death penalty, there has been ways to where you can be exonerated, proving, not proving, but your DNA proving that you weren't there. And what I mean by that is, if I am committed such crimes to be sentenced to death penalty, then, but I plead guilty and my lawyer is saying that I did not do it, I was not there. Let's say, for instance, I rape a girl and, or I am prosecuted for accusations of me raping a girl. If I plead, not guilty, and the prosecution's office is saying that I, I am guilty, then, and they have evidence that shows that I did rape her. Later on, if they run a DNA test while I am on death row, and it shows that my DNA was not on the victim, then I can be exonerated. Has there been multiple cases of one being exonerated due to DNA evidence? And the answer to that is yes. There have been multiple cases of people being exonerated from death row due to the DNA evidence. Another topic that is talked about in the death penalty subject is have there been any executions that have gone through with the execution and later to go proven to the fact that they were innocent and 
Sadly enough, there has been. 150 allegedly wrongfully convicted men and women have been executed. And what that means is when one is sentenced to the death penalty, then they that means that they have hard proof showing that there has been evidence of you committing that crime. And due to that, you have been sentenced to the death penalty. But later on, the victim of the one that was executed, their family have has been known to try their case again and go to the court. And when they took it to court, it comes to show that he or she actually did not commit the crime. And knowing that you executed somebody, meaning you're not going to be able to bring them back, the only way to resolve that is either suing them, suing the state for wrongfully convicting your son and not proving his innocence, or taking it to just taking this to the court and getting justice for what they did, meaning you take it to court and you win the case. There has been multiple, and I mean multiple cases of wrongfully conviction deaths. And by that, I mean a variety of individuals are claimed to have been innocent of the death penalty. And due to the fact that you cannot do anything about that, like I said, the only thing you can do is take it to trial.